Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from our friend Joseph and the Cognitive Discourse. Why, hello there. I'm about to make a prediction. And that prediction is, you like podcasts. If that's true, then make your way over to the Cognitive Discourse, where we have monologues, short stories, and open discussions. And every now and then I get a little ranty. If this sounds like something you're interested in, then go check us out. We're streaming on all major platforms, and hell, we're even on YouTube. New episodes out every Friday. I hope to see you there. Thomas, this is Super Cool Radio. My guest this time making their third appearance here on SCR, a Christian hard rock band from Rockford, Michigan. Please welcome Revelation Rain. Yeah, we're clapping. We're applauding. I'm sure everybody else is too. I think so. All right, so making up Revelation Rain, we got Rob on vocals and rhythm guitar. We got Grant on drums and vocals. We got Marty on bass and vocals. And we got a brand new member joining us on guitar. Please welcome Tyler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it is. We can't yeah. ourselves anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's dive into this interview. A big reason I wanted to chat with you guys. Uh, so Tyler, brand new member of Revelation Rain, how'd you guys meet? Like, how'd you become a member of Revelation Rain? Uh, well, back in July of last year, um, unfortunately, JT had to leave the band uh, for some personal reasons. So he's now living in Oklahoma, but uh, he gave the blessing for us to move forward. And so we did. We took a few months off just to kind of uh, regroup. And uh, then we started putting the word out that we needed a new lead guitarist. And we went, uh, we auditioned probably two or three different guitar players. And for whatever reason, uh, none of them worked out. So I believe I found Tyler on Bandmix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on Bandmix. It seems to be uh, the golden key for us. Uh, contacted Tyler and asked if he wanted to audition for the band. And he said, yes. And of course, when you set up an audition, uh, what we usually do is we'll send the potential lead guitarist um, two or three of our tracks so they can learn those. Then we have something to play once the audition comes up. And Tyler uh, <laughs> took it a step farther than anyone that we've ever auditioned and that he took those recordings that I sent to him, uh, which were right from our CD, and he... Uh, use some sort of a program to basically uh, isolate 
uh, all the tracks. So he removed the old guitar tracks that JT had laid down and then put his own guitar tracks over those. So it sounded like we recorded the CD with him. And when he sent those back, one, they sounded fantastic. And two, it was a level of commitment just to, to have an audition right. that was off the chart. So we set up the audition and um, it was every bit as good as what we heard on those recordings. And like I said, I think I sent him two tracks and he had taken the initiative not only to record those, re-record those, but when we did the audition, he had five or six of our songs down. So we actually ended up playing almost half of our first album um, on the first audition. So it was at that point we knew that um, he was going to be in the band, whether he liked it or not. So <laughs> here he is. He wants to show off and we're going we're to bring him in the band. And there we go. That's right. That's really awesome, especially the, the level of commitment to really break down the songs and re-record them with a uh, guitar person, have them sound, you know, um, really good as well. I think that's an awesome uh, level of commitment. So, Tyler, really, really happy for you. Really glad you're a member of Thank Revelation you. Rain. Uh, but what, what drew you to uh, I Want to Be Part of This Band? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, um, you know, there's a bit of history here, too. I... Uh, so I took the past 13 years off, basically, to uh, start a family, right? Start a career after college and whatnot. And over the past, I would say two years, I got into doing a lot of cover songs. I started a YouTube channel, you know, hence the, you know, technical know-how, I guess, on on recording and, a hacker. and splitting tracks. Yeah, you could call me a hacker, I guess. <laughs> I love that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, what's funny is I, I built that profile on Bandmix probably... Gosh, I want to say a month, maybe a month before Rob had reached out to me. And, uh, you know, one thing led to another. I'm like, okay, you know, let's see what's out there. Let, let's see what I can get from this. I, honestly, I wasn't pursuing, you know, a, a band opportunity uh, too aggressively. But, uh, you know, again, within a month, Rob reached out and um, I listened to some of their stuff. I listened to the first album and the first album for me, the first song off of that, uh, New Kind of Man, like I was sold. Right. My style of music. I liked what these guys were doing. Right. Good message. Uh, I'm at the age. Right. I don't need to be around folks drinking and, you know, a lot of the party lifestyle. And these guys have a good hat on their shoulders. And so here I am. Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. And, uh, you know, having obviously interviewed Revelation Rain a few times, uh, a really great group of, uh, of guys. I really like uh, chatting with you guys. So I think you're definitely in the right band, I think. For sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. We wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's it's kind of um, ironic because when Grant and I, you know, a little over a year ago, decided to put the band together and, um, and before we had even auditioned JT and Marty at that point, we had shows booked. And so, again, <laughs> cart before the horse. Well, history repeats itself. Um, Tyler has been in the band maybe two weeks. Two weeks. And we've got... <laughs> You know, like we're saying before we started recording, we've got four shows lined up. And uh, fortunately, he learns the songs really fast because um, the first show was just in a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, another big thing I wanted to discuss during this interview. But uh, it's kind of funny. I've talked to quite a few bands and that seems to be the what happens where they either don't have a you know a solid lineup yet. They don't have all their members, but yet they have shows booked. It's kind of funny. I hear that quite a bit. Yeah, well, the show must go on. Yeah, the show, exactly. But not only that, it's it's really hard in some ways to get shows because of everything that happened last year 
everything being put on hold, uh, once everything opened up again, a lot of those bands had already been booked. And so they kind of got uh, first pick, so to speak, once everything opened up. So we were kind of at the end of the line because we're a relatively new band. But, um, you know, God is good. And we've we've had some nice connections with other bands. And actually, uh, at least two uh, of these shows that we have coming up is because other bands invited us to be a part of the show. So that speaks volumes as far as, um, you know, how you treat people, you know, other bands. Um, it really is kind of a community. And although it's a, a rivalry, a friendly rivalry, you always want to do better than the bands you're playing with. At the end of the night, it's really about the entire package. You want for everybody to go home happy. And that only happens if everybody's really working, uh, you know, for the same goal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. For sure. Yeah, definitely. There, there's a little bit of a competition, but I also think, you know, uh, competition just makes each other better, and especially mm -hmm. with like, uh, the, you know, kind of the music scene in Michigan stuff. It just makes better bands. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And like what Rob said about the, the whole music community, you know, Grand Rapids or West Michigan, it's uh, it's awesome to, to, to you know, be, become friends with some of these people. And after a while, you see you, could, you start seeing them over and over. They, you know, you, you help each other out. Um, somebody needs a slot for this band or for, you know, for this this day that they have coming up or they can call on us and we can call on them and everybody wins. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. For sure. And so let's talk about some of these shows. Uh, so coming up very soon, uh, December 12th, uh, South, the South of the Straits show. Um, what, uh, what can people expect from that show? What's going on? <laughs> well, the, the guys at South of the Straits, we've done their show twice before. Uh, they do a, a show, an actual show show, um, every Sunday at 8. And basically it's an interview segment followed by two or three songs live. And we did that initially. And then a few months later... We went back to South of the Straits, but that was um, where we did an actual live stream for an hour and a half, I believe it was. And this time we're kind of going back to what we did the first time as a way to, again, introduce Tyler and then just kind of give everybody, um, you know, the heads up that Revelation Rain is back because we were gone for probably five or six months almost, um, I guess July to, to about right now. So whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So this is a way to, uh, one, it's an initiation for Tyler, but also it's kind of like a, a proclamation for the band. Yeah. So we're going to go there uh, uh, the 12th, which is a Sunday, and the, the show streams live at 8 o'clock. And basically it's just going to be an interview segment, and then we'll probably do two or three songs live at the tail end. Very cool, very cool. Definitely, I'll leave a link uh, in the description. Uh, I do, I like the South of Straits show. They always have uh, great interviews and shows and all yeah, that they're, stuff. They're, they're nuts, too. They're nuts. <laughs> they're good guys. <laughs> Those dudes, yeah, they, they definitely are. But uh, I like, I think it was the second time on there. I think you guys played your new album in its entirety, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, that was a cool show. Yeah, it was yeah. one of our better shows. It was uh, multi-camera. It was very professional. They They just keep getting better and better. With their own technology that they have there and stuff and they they really they broadcast us really really well that day yeah we played the whole uh the entirety of the first or i'm sorry the second record and then an encore but it was a great show they did a wonderful job yeah absolutely but it, it, uh it just sounded great like just overall the whole the whole experience the visuals and the sound it just it all meshed together so well yeah thank you yeah you know and that was um again uh, an opportunity for us um, not only to promote what we were doing at that time, 
but also to promote the new record, which had come out, or I think came out shortly thereafter. Yeah. But also it was just another way to get in front of people because again, it was at the kind of the tail end of when uh, everything had shut down. And, and it was kind of like when everything was starting to open up again. So it was kind of like one of the last live streams that we did. And from there on out, it was, you know, live in front of audiences all the way through uh, July 3rd was the last show that we played with JT. Um, and so we're just really looking forward to getting back out there in front of a crowd. Yeah, we still had a statement to make. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Definitely, for sure. But uh, if people actually want to see you live uh, coming up for a show uh, December 17th, we got a killer show coming up at the Music Box in Jackson, Michigan. Uh, you guys will be performing with Fearless and uh, 17 Degrees South. Uh, so um, how does it feel? Uh, a great show, Music Box. I've heard a lot of great things about the venue. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we played there uh, back in March of, of this year, mm -hmm. and it was just a showcase. There, were, there, weren't, there wasn't an audience. It was just a live stream uh, showcase that they could utilize to help book future shows. But it turned out fantastic. There was great sound that night, and um, uh, Marty uh, had you know, multiple cameras on us and filmed the entire show. And then he also edited a lot of that for us and he burned those two DVDs for us. And, and I took that just a couple of days ago, that DVD that he burned and ripped it to my laptop and then ran it through an editing program that I have and just kind of inserted like little interview segments in between some of the songs, just kind of flesh it out some. And then we put it up on our YouTube channel and it's it's got quite a few views already. I think it's only been up for a day. It turned out great. I was very pleased with Marty's version, you know, and then what yeah. Rob did the other day just blew my mind. You know, it was awesome what he did. It, 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 in a way, it kind of harkens back to, um, you know, that's where we did that showcase. And now, you know, here we are almost a year later, uh, I guess eight or nine months later, and we're going to go back to that exact same venue and play a show and this time with for an audience and with fearless we've done a couple of shows with them they're great guys yeah, they are uh great band I, i'm not real familiar with 17 degrees south i put up a post saying that we wanted a third band for that show and uh the guy i spoke to was one of the first to respond so mm -hmm. um they're just a duo but it's going to be i think a, a great show um yeah, i played a gig with those guys and uh they're awesome Oh, my. it's a, a husband and wife team, and they—they're uh, really good. Oh, you never told us, Marty. What more do you know over there, Marty? How much you hold out? All these the interviews for—that's why you know the great information out in front of everybody. He's such an enigma. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, definitely for sure. It sounds like a really great show. Again, I'm going to leave a link to that in the description. But uh, so, how does it feel to actually be playing this venue? Uh, with uh, an actual audience now coming up? I think it's gonna be fantastic. I think it's, it's uh, you know, there's, there's certain things that every band strives for, obviously to write good songs and to make good CDs, but at the end of the day, the payoff to all of that is to play in front of a live audience and, and to have that interaction. Um, it's something that you, you can't really describe and it's a, it's a, a feeling all into itself but it's, it's what we live for. I mean, in a way, without belittling everything else that we do, 
um, making records and writing songs is really just an excuse to get in front of an audience. <laughs> That's the end game for us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That is, um, uh, it's one of my favorite parts of, you know, doing this and just going to shows is, is seeing people perform live. It's one of my favorite things to do. But yeah, it, it's awesome, especially now that obviously venues are allowing audiences and people to actually come out. Uh, I think it's gonna be really, really great time. I know you guys, I've seen some of your live stuff uh, on, on your YouTube channel, as you were saying, uh, you yeah. guys always kill it always sounds great. Yeah, thank you. That's that's a huge compliment. Um, and, and obviously, you know, the, the goal is always to do better than the last time that you played. And and in the short amount of time that we were actually out playing live shows, we we kind of set a pretty high standard. Um, not to sound conceited by any means, but um, like I say, going back to, you know, bands reaching out to us, as soon as bands found out that we were back together, I mean, we've had a, a number of bands reach out to us. And even while we were on hiatus, bands were, were asking us, when are you getting back together? And so that's kind of a, a, a compliment, I think. Um, it, it, it ultimately, uh, like I said, you, you, we built up this reputation as a live act. And now, you know, with, with the, the little bit of time that we had off, now we have to step back into those shoes and prove to everyone that we not only can meet that standard, but we're going to exceed it as well. For sure, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and yeah. yeah, come on, Marty. <laughs> Tell some more secrets or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. The, the, the secret of getting more light without more light. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let there be light, Marty. Now, I'll say this real quick, Matthew. Um, sure. But thank you again for, for allowing us to do this today. But uh, you know, Fearless has been a great band, a, a great group of guys that, that have helped us out a lot. And they've had quite a following, you know, uh, a little bit of leg, a leg up over us. And uh, where they go, the people follow them. And that's what we're trying to get for uh, for the Jackson show is to play in front of a big crowd, a bunch of metalheads like us, you know, that, that like our music, um, that play in front of. I don't think that we've really had that many chances to do that in front of a, a group designed for you know our our taste in music yeah. so this is going to be a huge show for us and uh we i like to give props to fearless and and uh tony in particular so uh tony if you're listening thank you very much for for helping us out but uh we're, we're gonna kill it yeah it, <laughs> we're it, just it, gonna kill it along those same lines i'd like to we would like to say um thank you and show appreciation to uh penny howard Yes. Who is the, uh, the 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 kind lady who actually reached out to us and and asked if we wanted to put a show together for December seventeenth at the Music Box, and so uh, that really came at her provocation. So we're we're grateful for that. Um, but you know, as soon as she said, you know, you guys get to pick what band you play with. I mean, it didn't take us long. There was no second thought. We knew that Fearless was going to be one of them. And then the show that we have coming up later on at Mulligan's was them kind of returning the favor. Now they had put a show together and they reached back out to us. So everything works, you know, in unison like that. It's it's, uh, it's a godsend. Absolutely. For sure. Definitely bands working together like that, like, you know, trading shows and putting, you know, putting shows on and all that stuff. I think it's really great. I think it's a great community to, you know, like, hey, I'm setting up this show. I want you on it. Then you guys return the favor. I think it's really awesome. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's nice too is that um, it's it's not done with you know uh, the, the attitude of now you owe me one. 
it's just it's just a community of people um, that enjoy you know playing with other bands and and again like I said there is a competition a friendly rivalry but at the end of the day um, you, you're putting these shows together um, to 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 make the fans happy you know you want for the audience to leave satisfied to feel that the ten dollars they just spent was well worth it and so you don't reach out to somebody uh, with the expectation of getting something in return it's because you you sincerely care about the total package that you're putting together as a fan that's what we would want you know yeah. that's when we go to a show that's what we want to see we want to you know we want to get entertained we want our money's worth and uh, that's what we're we're hoping to do that's that's our goal you know and to achieve that you got to play in front of you know an audience um, and just give them everything you got and uh, you know so they can leave satisfied we leave satisfied it's just like a, it's a give and take kind of thing Oh, there you go, Mark. Perfect. There he is. He's got it. Wow. Yeah. We got more white. <laughs> Actually, if you move it back a little bit, it was a little bit better. Like a half an inch or something. This is just part of the interview where we, we set up where to put the light. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, the sun goes down so early. It's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, it... Yeah, no, it's not fun. Like driving home from work and you're not even at home and it's still dark. That's that, that's yeah. not fun. We won't see the sunlight, you know, until you know, yeah, yeah. springtime. Being a vampire is finally paying off. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly, for sure. But uh, yeah, I I would do that, but I'm on diet blood. I can't have the full blown <laughs> regular blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And now with the COVID, being a vampire is really tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's very selective now. You know, his, his Just brain. go for cows or like livestock. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Getting off that topic. Yeah. Right. So, health concern. Um, <laughs> Super cool radio does not endorse uh, drinking anyone's blood <laughs> or any animal's blood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so Mulligan's show, I believe that is in the new year coming up 2022. Uh, what what day is that? And uh, have you guys played there before? That will be January 21st, which I believe is a Friday. Friday. And mm -hmm. that's um, right here in Grand Rapids. And it's going to be our first time yeah. Yeah. playing Grand Rapids. I mean, with all the shows that we've played, uh, we've hit you know, everywhere from Traverse City all the way down to Hillsdale, all the way over to Detroit. Warren, you know, the yeah. Detroit area. And the one place we haven't played yet is basically our home base, yeah. which is Grand Rapids. And so this will be our first time doing Grand Rapids, and we're really looking forward to that. Um, it's, it's, I would say it's a homecoming, but I guess we never really left. <laughs> you never started, yeah. 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 We were very fortunate to play all those places that Rob just mentioned. And, uh, you know, Grand Rapids, Mulligans, that's, that's kind of like the mecca of Grand Rapids right now as far as, uh, you know, local bands playing at, uh, you know, the, the club to be at, I guess. Um, so we know that that place always draws a crowd, and uh, we're just very blessed and lucky to be a part of that. And we can't wait to show Kent County what we're up to, you know, who this band is and uh, what the buzz is about. So, yeah, we're, we're really stoked about that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely for sure. I, I went there once uh, right before COVID. It was like February of 2020. Uh, and I think they've redone the stage and stuff since I want to yeah. say well, I something about it. Oh, it's, it's, some of it's part of the old intersection, which, which used to be a venue right next door to that place in East Grand Rapids. And uh, they kind of knocked down a wall and made the stage area bigger. And uh, I haven't been in there since they've done that, but I've heard great things about it. Um, and that's where people go. That's, you know, because live music is still live, just not as much as it used to be, but that's where they go. That's where live bands play. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely for sure. One one thing I like, uh, you know, watching you guys' live stuff is uh, the Rob the uh, Rob the boots you wear. Uh, they look really <laughs> cool, but they look like they're uh, look like they. I would struggle to walk in them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, growing up watching visual bands like Kiss in particular, um, I always knew that someday when I was in a band, I didn't want to look like the guy that was just standing in the bus line waiting to get to the show. <laughs> I wanted to be the show. And then I found, you know, three other guys that are like-minded. Um, when when we first put Revelation Rain together, I knew I wanted to have um, a look, you know, something that was me, nothing that was contrived. And I came across those boots and yeah, I think it's a four inch stack on them. <laughs> so, you know, I remember walking around my house for a couple of days just to get used to them because it's kind of like, you know, if gravity had shifted. It appears we're experiencing some technical difficulties and it looks like I need a distraction. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Revelation Rain with Samson, Part 1, The Lion Killer.
There we are. Are we good? So I don't know. I don't know what the issue was, but we're both back. Yes. Yeah, rock and roll. Spirits trying to keep us down, but ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. Um, I think we we're talking about Rob's boots. I believe that's where he left off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, they're uh, rather comfortable. I mean, to summarize uh, everything I had said before, um, they're rather comfortable once you get used to them. And uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where when you get on stage, the adrenaline kicks in, and it's almost like they're you know, walking on a cloud. It's pretty light, um, but that's what we do. We like we like to uh, look differently than all the other bands. Definitely for sure. Either he runs all over the stage into the crowd, and he's all over the place. He can't stop. He's got those big boots on that weigh about forty pounds, and he's sweating his butt off, and he's got a big coat. You know, that looks just as heavy as the boots, and uh, you can't stop Rob Robinson. He literally (laughs) runs around in those boots. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Lots of practice. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's from my days uh, when I was a a carny, is what it comes down to. My circus days. So walking the tightrope and all that stuff. He will guess your weight right now, Matthew. Yeah, I'll guess it, but it'll be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) At least least you're upfront about that. The tilt a whirl ride is that's the most paying job of the carnival. So if you get up to the tilt a whirl, you did you did you well, know, Dad, you did good. You get the raise, made it. I would be hanging out with the cotton candy one. That would be me. Oh, you yeah, yeah. those guys then, okay? Yeah. Plus, I don't want you to guess my weight. We're right after Thanksgiving, man. Forget yeah, it. It's probably not good. I know. I know. Same here. Um, so. Um, I got a fun question for you guys after everything uh, that was probably edited out by this interview. Now, uh, what music have you guys been listening to this week? This week, okay. I've been listening to Rush, uh, Hemispheres, and uh, Farewell to Kings. Mm, nice. Solid. Yep. Um, I've been listening to Striper, and I recently acquired this Elvis box set, and it's a uh, it's a, a, it's got 60 of his original albums, but pressed to CD. So it's like miniature albums, but on CD. Every album that he ever released in his lifetime. And uh, I, I mean, I've had that in my vehicle. I mean, 60 CDs, it'll last you a while. So Striper and Elvis, that's where I've been. Striper and Elvis. Yeah. Nice combo. Yeah. You know, for me, in uh, the new guy, rightfully so, Revelation Rain has <laughs> been playing quite a bit for me. Good thing like you said that. We got a backup guy, you know. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, another band I really like, Matthew, is uh, Belmont. They're a newer kind of pop punk rock band. I like all kinds of genres of rock, pretty much anything rock from 70s to current, throw it at me. But uh, check them out. Belmont, awesome band. They're up and coming. Are they from Belmont? Good question. I don't believe so. Mm. Um, I'm listening to uh, Revelation Rain. It's like I'm, you know, in my truck every time I turn it on, yeah. I start the truck up. It's constantly going, and I, I'm okay with that. Um, love her stuff. Big fan. I'm also um, listening to uh, Chevelle's new record. Oh, good choice. Uh, I cannot even pronounce the name of it, but it's it's darn good. It's probably their best work uh, yet. So a lot of that, and of course, Kiss and some Barbara Mandrell. <laughs> Like Barbara Mandrell. You know, I forgot to mention <laughs> that I also been, because I, I like any kind of music, really. I got a new CD. I don't know if you've ever heard of Molly B and Ted Lang. 
they're a, they're polka artists, okay, and <laughs> they even signed the CD for me. But it's it's really good. I mean, I know polka isn't really exactly what you expected to hear today, but I, I like any genre of music. Good music is good music. Yeah. So uh, Molly V and Ted Lang, their polka CD has been in my rotation as well. Good stuff. I was not expecting that, but. I can take yeah. that. Polk was really big where I live, so I've, I've definitely listened to Polk music before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up listening to Polk. You're in Indiana, right? South Bend, yeah. Okay, these Molly B and Ted Lang are out of Ohio, so they're really not too far. Really? Yeah, they're all over. Good stuff. <laughs> I know I'm going on and on about this. I'm I'm like fanboy uh, for this polka stuff. But he, he uh, does booking for Molly B as well. So if you want right. to book Molly B and the management, yeah, for management. right. Yeah, I can hook you up. Let's go. <laughs> no shit. Nice shout out on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm alone. We some Plasky tours here for you. Know, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, but. Being raised in a Polish family, you almost pretty much listen to polka music, right? It's, it's good stuff too. I don't mind it. It's, yeah. it's, it's neat, you know. I'd rather, rather listen to that than some of the other stuff out there. But yeah, it's happy it's music. Fun. Happy music. It is. Yeah, I, think, I think my dad was telling me there's there's a band in Poland uh, that's like a polka punk band. I'm I haven't checked oh. them out, but I'm very curious what they sound like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. That's great. Wow, that'd be interesting. Outrageous. <laughs> yeah, probably. I forget the name of it, but yeah, he was telling me about it. And I was like, it's probably a sped up polka, polka which sounds kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's already pretty fast. Sometimes. Look at Weird Al. Weird Al is awesome on that accordion. He can polka yeah. like all day. Yeah. He's true. He's one of the best. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> nice detour through some uh, nice polka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to Revelation Rain. So uh, if anyone's curious, where is the best place to check out Revelation Rain online? Yeah, um, our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Revelation Rain. And then we're also on YouTube. And that's uh, youtube.com forward slash C and then another forward slash Revelation Rain. Um but those are the two main places that you can find us now. We're considering maybe putting the website back up. That will come later if so. Right. Um, and then I also wanted to mention too, um, that January 6th, it just confirmed today, actually, we're doing a show at the Blind Pig. And there's a little bit of debate as to where that's located, but it's somewhere in Michigan. I think it's either Auburn Hills or Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. Okay, so it's Ann Arbor. I got confirmation. It's Ann Arbor. And uh, we just got that confirmation right before we uh, started this interview with you. Hey, right. Um, great time yeah. for some great news. And I did just yeah. look it up. It is It is uh, in Ann Arbor. So Perfect. Yeah. Uh, in College Town. Yeah. We, uh, we'll be, we're we're going to be selling tickets for that show. So you can get a hold of us at our, uh, in our uh, Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook tickets. if you want tickets for that. Um, it's kind of like a, um, a new year kickoff. So it's kind of a big event that they do, I guess, annually, obviously. Um, and the fact that they reached out to us again, you know, we've been back together for three weeks. So <laughs> yeah, when lightning strikes, it's off to the races now. Yeah, for sure. Definitely sounds like you guys got some really great stuff lined up, obviously to close out this year with December 12th and December 17th. But uh, so what's kind of the plans for 2022? Uh, obviously, you said you had two great shows coming on in January. But what's kind of the plans uh, after that for the rest of the year? 
Um, if any other shows come up, and we're always actively pursuing them anyway, we'll, we'll of course not pass on those. We're always up for playing a live show. But I think the emphasis will switch to recording record number three. Um, the first two CDs have done really well for us. Um, we've been on a couple of different radio stations. Uh, and not only that, but um, Rocks 100 um, does a, uh, a top 20 and uh, for local bands. And uh, Taste of Tomorrow has consistently been in the top 20. And then uh, Cheers, Cheers on the Wall actually made it all the way to number four. So for a band that's been inactive, you know, those are recent developments. So it just shows that there's still interest out there. And with that in mind, it just makes sense uh, since we're all writing songs anyway. Mm -hmm. And Tyler is bringing, he's got some great original material as well. Uh, the four of us put together, we'll put some great songs together in album number three. We're hoping to have uh, ready to release by early to mid spring. And then, of course, you know, with the new record, like I said, that's just an excuse to go out and play more shows. <laughs> definitely. Even though you don't need an excuse to play shows, but definitely a new album is a very good excuse to play shows. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's always nice to have new material. I mean, as much as uh, we love the songs on the first two CDs, um, you know, after a while, it's kind of nice to hear something new. And it, it, it bewilders me. Um, I know a lot of heritage acts anymore. They don't really record new albums because music doesn't sell the way that it used to. And I understand that mm -hmm. from a financial point of view, but from a creative point of view, I don't get it at all. Because whether an album sells 100 copies or a million copies, uh, your motivation should be to always be in the process of creating something new. Otherwise, you know, you're resting on your laurels. And I just don't think that's it's not creative, but also I just don't think it's fair to the people that are coming to see you. You know, you, you run out of songs after a while. You need something new. So for us, you know, if we sell a lot of records or we don't, we'll always be making new music because we always have those ideas brewing. What are you going to do with them? You know, you can sit on them and let them go to waste, or you can put them on CD or, or on, you know, the different digital platforms and, and share it with everybody. That's what we, we prefer. Yeah, I can I can agree with that with stuff. I mean, it, I think people just want to go see them live. I don't I don't know many, like, I think some people just want to hear the hits and that's it. But yeah. I'm always a fan of, like, new music that's always coming out. Uh, it's, I mean, it's why I like Alice Cooper every couple of years, he does, he puts out a new album. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Alice yeah. Cooper Striper is another band that puts out new albums consistently. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, a majority of people are passive fans and they just want to hear rock and roll all night or talk dirty to me or whatever the hit was. But for those of us that have been around from the very beginning, you know, you got to throw us a bone too, and I want to hear something new. So either do a really deep cut or record some new tracks. You know, you kind of have to balance it, I guess. Um, but for us being a relatively new band, you know, we've got, you know, plenty of time to make new records. For sure. And I, I'm very curious with, you know, obviously with the new lineup now with uh, Tyler on guitar, I'm, I'm curious what uh the new music's going to sound like what kind of direction it's going to take and stuff like that because i've noticed real progression from the first album to the second album so i'm very curious what the third album will be sound uh, like i can give you a little clue uh we're we're uh, probably going to be a little more melodic in our uh, approach uh in our songwriting mm -hmm. um that's one thing we want to focus on the new songs is 
adding more melodic phrasing. Yeah, yeah, musically and uh, obviously uh, vocally, um, we're kind of drawing from some of our influences in that respect, just to kind of, uh, it's not going to be a drastic departure or anything like that, but if you were to listen to the first record or even the second album, the second record, if you took something like Taste of Tomorrow or We Are the Night or even Omega Man and just kind of put it on steroids as far as melody, that's kind of the direction of the new record. Mm -hmm. But if you're curious to see what the new band will sound like, if you go to our YouTube channel, I put up uh, uh, the audio track for Taste of Tomorrow with Tyler playing those tracks that he sent to us. So you can actually check that out. Um, his style of playing isn't a drastic departure from what JT was doing, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not a carbon copy either, which is great. It's, it's in that same vein, but yet it has a distinction and uniqueness of its own. And it lends itself to the direction we're going to, because I would say, it, um, not to compare and contrast, but I, I would say that Tyler's playing is a little more melodic. So it's kind of fitting in with the direction we're going anyhow. And, and we'll still sound like Revelation Rain. Tyler is, uh, he's really got the sound to the back um, that we um, identify as, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's gonna be a process. Obviously JT was doing lead vocals on some of the songs. And so we're now gonna have to shift, you know, vocal responsibilities. Marty will probably cover a lot of that, but um, at some point we're gonna, you know, I've got some more twist, to do. twist Tyler's <laughs> arm and just tell him, you know, step up to the mic. For sure. Um, but we'll get there. Um, that the show that we have coming up on the seventeenth, we put together a set list just a couple of days ago. Well, I guess about a week ago, and we're gonna rehearse right when we're done with this interview. And he's already got the 14 or 15 songs for that set list down. So when we go rehearse, we should be able to play it from top to bottom. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. 2022 is going to be a good year. Mm -hmm. And definitely thanks. Uh, definitely thanks. I think you guys got some real great stuff in the works. Plus, you had kicked off with two really great shows coming up in uh, January. But you guys aren't done yet. As I said, you got some great shows in December as well. Uh, so before we wrap up, anything else, uh, before we wrap up this interview, obviously it got a little cut short due to the uh, technical issues we had, but I'm glad uh, I was able to chat with you guys. But before I wrap this up, uh, anything else you want to uh, say before we close this out? Yeah, if there are any bands out there that need uh, someone to play New Year's Eve with them, <laughs> we're still looking for, we're trying to find a New Year's Eve show to play, but I tell you, everything is already booked, like I said, because of everything that happened last year. Um, but if there's a band out there, you know, somebody's dropped out or they can't make it, give us, you know, contact us on Facebook or whatever. We're up for a New Year's Eve show. So hopefully somebody will reach out to us for that. And for all the bands out there that have been waiting for us to come back, here's your chance. Um, we got dates coming up that are just, we, it's going to be a busy, busy couple of months. I know that. So we're back. Uh, we were down for a little bit, but now we're back. We got Tyler and, He's going to show everybody what he's got, and we're all really excited for the new year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know it. For sure, for sure. Revelation Rain is back. And for anyone listening or watching, uh, if you uh, if you have a show in New Year's, Eve, uh, New Year's Eve and you don't have a band, definitely hit these guys up. Uh, they'll definitely put on a really great show for you guys. You bet. Absolutely. So for Rob, 
Grant, Marty, and Tyler of Revelation Rain. I, of course, am always the host of Super Cool Radio, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and stay frosty. Stay frosty. <laughs> yeah. Nice.